Carrie and Tommy about to go off. Kicking off the Carrie and Tommy podcast where fun is always on the menu. And speaking of menus, Liquorland adds the perfect touch to any meal or gathering. Find your favourite tipple for any occasion. Click and collect in just 30 minutes. Cheers, Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. Delights at Adelaide Fringe. Ooh. She's a hot one. She's a hot one. And 35, 36 today. Let's call it 37. <laughs> yes. In this room, it's about 40. It is steamy. And because we have been crowd. we have been in yes. this uh, this beautiful Gorgeous tent before. Crowd. I um, know. We Very are, different reasons. We are alive from the Garden of Unearthly Delights. And this Spiegel tent that we are performing... Our show in today, uh, we saw Limbo, a burlesque act in here the other yes, night. Yes, they come in Incredible. after us uh, today. Jesse, mm. you're off to see it tonight. Incredible Let's just say show. what you'll see tonight is very different to what you'll see this afternoon. There's trapeze, there's very little clothes, there's fire, there's ropes. Oh, um, so I thought that was a brief for this show. For us. <laughs> no, but I, I feel like it was same, same. Yeah. Like they had a, a man topless but, and yeah. ripped to the absolute core, swinging from the rafters. And I ate a kebab last night and my tummy might accidentally pop out at some point. Great. So it's pretty much pound same, for pound. Same. I mean, not pound for pound. I weigh a lot more pounds, but you know. <laughs> we do same. have tickets uh, all throughout the show to give to the amazing artists that are performing at uh, the Garden over the yes. next few weeks, um, including uh, up next, we're going to do a fun game. Get the party started. Mm. Um, and this one, we're going to involve you guys in the crowd. I'm going to need all the help I can get. Yes. Because can I tell... Obviously, the audience sound up and about, and that is for good reason. Would you, would you like to know what's happened? I don't know. Should I tell Carrie what has happened? What's so happened? I started doing some cash giveaways um, from, to the crowd. Is this why I was doing prep work? You were chatting to them for yes, a while. Yes, yeah, yeah, what yeah. What did you discuss? Um, no, I just don't know if I should tell you where the money has come from. My wallet again? You left your wallet unattended. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. But the How much have you is, promised this time? No, no, I've already handed out three fifties. I don't know why you <laughs> carry so much cash. It's less than you promised last time we were in Adelaide. What did I promise last time? The time game. Oh, Ooh, that is true. Last time we were in Adelaide, we gave away well. $30,000. Will we give it away again today? Are you going to... Are you going to make a jackpot again? Because at the moment, down on I my little sheet. I think I would sheet. absolutely lose my job if I did that. I almost lost it last time, so I'm going to... Carrie, come on. It, it says $2,800 on, on my sheet that's going to be going to one lucky person uh, here, Okay, I'll make some calls, and perhaps at some point today, we will give away a stack of cash for the time. Ooh. It's Carrie and Tommy live from the Garden of Unearthly Delights. Carrie and Tommy. For Tuesday, that's Carrie and Tommy. We are live from the Garden of Unearthly Delights at Adelaide Fringe. And this is exciting because usually uh, right now we have a music quiz, but uh, Carrie, we've gone into our wonderful audience here and I've got some assistance. My assistance comes in the shape of this 
gorgeous man next to me, Ronnie. G'day, Ronnie. G'day, mate. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Ooh, one cheer from the yeah. audience. Just a, just a, an audience sniper, Ronnie. The, not the whole crowd, but just one person absolutely going mad for you. Can I get that number? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie's got a fun sense of style. Yeah. I like oh. what you're rocking, Ronnie. What do you do? Um, Cara. Cara. So I, oh. Yeah, just... Look after my mum, basically. Good man, Ronnie. What you've done there is you've shown, you've shown that you're a beautiful person, but also you've given Carrie absolutely nothing to make fun of you about. <laughs> <laughs> you just went Kara and then looked at her like, good luck. <laughs> good luck with that one, Carrie. Yep. Um, hey, this is going to be a music quiz. How is your music knowledge? Uh, depends on the era. Okay, oh. well, let's find out what we've got. Do Carrie Tommy know about songs and hits? When it comes to music, do they know their stuff? Have they paid attention to the music through the years? It's time now for the music trivia quiz. I said it's time now for the music trivia quiz. Carrie, what generation have your you got? Your generation. For? What's your generation? Uh, probably 90s. Yeah. Oh, bum bum. We've got 2000s. Oh, How are wonderful. you going to go with the 2000s? Uh, well, let's have a look. It's that confidence. That's yeah. the reason I got you up here, Ronnie. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, how can our ship go wrong with a captain oh, that goes... Definitely give it a go. There we go, there we go. Yeah, yeah. What's our first question, Kerry? All right, what is the surname of the two brothers in Oasis? Gallagher. 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 Oh, straight off the bat. Oh, that's 90s, isn't it? They were 90s, I think. They were 90s. <laughs> Car- right. Carrie somehow asked the question and got her own question wrong. <laughs> I may or may not have been the one to write these, you know, just so. Oh, you handballing responsibility yep, for this? I am. Okay. Okay, here's the next one. Eminem's Lose Yourself not only. Yep, cracking it in case we don't know what the tune is. Not only performed well in the charts, but it was the soundtrack to a cult movie. What was the film's title? Uh, Eight Mile. Eight Mile is correct. Two from two. I haven't. Ronnie, you're the best. I've needed to get involved. You, you, you're doing great. You're you com- to help me. Is, yeah, is that why you're here? I'm here to help you. That's why I'm okay. here. So the next one, and maybe we don't play the song so quickly because it may give away. Ooh. It may give Ooh. away A subtle hint to uh, Jesse Boyd next to you there. Okay. <laughs> Fergie took over the pop scene in 2006 with her song Fergalicious. What's the first line of the song? I think it's just her name, isn't it? Doesn't she just go, Fergalicious Step? Fergalicious step. I'll go with that. Oh, hang oh. on. Oh, oh, no, no. Oh, we no. got a no. Oh, no, the crowd. Oh, no. because how I, much I suddenly feel like I'm on Price is Right. I'm like, willing to switch accept it? Here? I'll accept a bit of audience. Does someone else want to yell out what they think it is? Man, it... You think it's the same thing? What? Here we go. We're either going to lock in Fergalicious step or here we go. Okay. okay. Should we play it? Here it is. Listen up, y'all, because this is it. <laughs> oh, that's not that her. Oh, oh. Well, thanks for the help. <laughs> thanks for the help. First one that Tommy's got involved in, <laughs> yeah. and it's the first incorrect sorry, answer. Sorry, Ronnie, I'm sorry. All right, Ruby was a hit song by which early to mid-2000s English indie rock band? Ruby, 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 Ruby! No, nah, that wasn't nah, it. Nah, is that nah. not it? No. Nah. Um, no, it, is that's that where I it? went. That's where I went. Is that not it? No. Ruby, 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 Ruby! Na, 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 na. That's from like the seventies, isn't it? Yeah. This is from the two thousands. Ronnie, I'm really not helping you here. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit um, looking for. Yes. That. Who gave that? Kaiser Chiefs. Yes. Kaiser Chiefs. Is our answer. Well yes. done, Ronnie. Yes. <laughs> well done. You got that. That was on the tip of my. Tongue. 
Oh, hold it on. is done. <laughs> but is, did they redo it? I would have said they classic. They must have redone oh, it. Yeah. The quiz masters led them astray. Hold on, I don't hold know on. What's going Can on. we get to the bottom of that? I'm sure that is an old song and the Kaiser Chiefs has redone it. Oh, Carrie, you seem to have really tried to throw us off our game over here. <laughs> just because me and Ronnie have electric chemistry. <laughs> I'm sure I've got a, um, one of those old school discs. What are they called? Records with it. I'm an sure old school disc. <laughs> Carrie's wow. made of plastic. Carrie's trying, trying to get into the DJing world and she called them old school discs. Hold on, guys. Let me spin okay. my old school discs for you. Okay. Number five. What year did Kings of Leon release their chart top of sex on fire? Oh, it's in the 2000s. I know it, it that. It sounds like it's in the 2000s. I reckon, Ronnie, I reckon it's early because I reckon I was still in school. So I, I would take a crack at around 2001. 2001. What do you and remember, remember, Ronnie, that every time Tommy's helped you, yes, it's been awful advice. So I'll go close, but not quite. 2002. Oh. 2000. And... Oh, ba -ba. the crowd is. Ba -ba. Eight. Eight. 2008. Eight. 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 A long time uh, away. You're, you're welcome for my help there, Ronnie. So what did we get, Carrie? You three got out of three five. Three out of five. Hey, and Ronnie, three out of three. Ronnie, three out of three. Um, for your involvement, you're going to get tickets to uh, come see Limbo here at the Amazing Garden of Unearthly Lights. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank My you. turn. Up next. It's Carrie and Tommy live from the Garden of Unearthly Delights. Carrie and Tommy. For your Tuesday Arvo, it is Carrie and Tommy. We are live from the Garden of Unearthly Delights at Adelaide Fringe. We're in the middle of our music quiz. Yes. You got three out of five. Well, Ronnie, well, who helped me, Ronnie got three. I don't blame Ronnie. No, no, I'm saying Ronnie got three. I got none. Yeah. Yes, you were, the, you were the bit that brought him down, I In think. In fact, I thought Absolutely. Ronnie would have got four if it wasn't for you. Maybe even five. No, to be fair, Carrie threw me off the scent with Ruby, 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 Ruby. Which I she thought was a 70s song. Strongly. Apparently it is an original from the Kaiser Chiefs. I think I was confusing it with Eva, 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 let your hair hang down. There are almost no letters the <laughs> yeah. same. I know. It's a long It's the girl's e. name. There's an E. <laughs> anyway... Yes, yes, that's the song. Um, yeah. Great news for you, because yeah. um, So you have Christy here with you. I do you. have Christy. G'day. Hello, Christy. G'day, Christy. Hi, how are you? Good. Where are you from in Adelaide? Uh, Blakeview. Okay, Blakeview. And uh, I understand your uh, husband, Bruce, has dobbed you in. Originally, he was going to do the quiz, and he said you should do it. Exactly, yeah. He points to me. He's like, oh, thanks for that. But all right, we'll give it a go. Now, Christy, the great thing is here, I can see Bruce, a boy, and he is covered um, very similar to me, almost head to toe yes. in tattoos. He's and got so, way more than you. He does, actually. He's far more hardcore than you. <laughs> Now I feel like I have to fight him. Um, <laughs> that man. Oh, no, no, no. Incredibly strong. He just, put his he just put his phone down and started coming towards the stage. He's smiling, but he still but, looks very but this scary. Could, this could be Bruce's... Um, no man in denim cutoffs can be scary. No, and I, I imagine they weren't even denim cutoffs. He just got into them and went, no, nah, I don't want the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> um, Christy, uh, you either get a genre or an era... And I don't know if this is going to be your specialty oh, no. uh, or Carrie's, but your genre is movie soundtracks. How does that make you feel? Ooh, okay, we'll give it a go. Yeah. We'll it a I go. will offer nothing because I've only seen about four movies in my lifetime and three of that was Sound of Music. So um, this is not going to be my strength. The crowd. The crowd. The crowd. The crowd. Thank now, you. Chrissy, when Bigger says she's going to offer nothing, she means that she may give you some wrong answers okay, as well. And she'll feel very strongly about them too. <laughs> so, uh, Chrissy, are you ready? Ready. Okay. Let's do it. Oh, sorry, Carrie. Are you ready? Absolutely. Which 1977 movie oh, soundtrack album... Hold on, none album... of us were even alive then. Yes, you were. <laughs> I'm not going to keep saying that I'm younger than I am. Yes, keep going. I think you were at university in that year. Which 1977 movie soundtrack album is the second best-selling of all time? 
Movie soundtrack album. So... Oh, the second oh, best. No, the second best. Greek, Greek, Greece is close, Christy. Saturday Night Fever. Oh, very good. Yep. Right. Should we lock that in? I feel good about that. Let's lock it in. Saturday Night Fever is correct. Well done. Yes. Uh, the best selling of all time is The Bodyguard. Oh. Yes. Ooh. Now, question number two. Name the film that won Oscars for best song and best score in 1989. Best song and best score, 1989. I'll give you a hint. Um, It is a cartoon. The Lion King. Christy, are you sure you want to go with your fearless captain? Elton John's song, I think, won an Oscar. 1989. 89. 89. What is that? What are you doing? Is that Little Mermaid? Producer Pippa is. Our now swimming. Are you a flapping like a bird? Are you a bird? Was the Little Mermaid? Little Mermaid. Oh, Christy, you say that with all the confidence, (laughs) and you are correct. It is the Little Mermaid. Well done. Sorry, I was no help to you. To be fair, I'm sure the Lion King did win something. Didn't Elton John's? Can you in the? Yeah, but not. Okay, not in 1989. Arguing with the correct answer is real. (laughs) But I told you it was going to happen. Which band sung Coco Mo on the soundtrack? Beach Boys. Oh, oh, Beach Boys. A good captain always um, consults her teammate. Beach Boys. Such a tune. Beach Boys is correct. Woo! Well done. Oh, are we three from three at the moment? <laughs> Somehow, yes. This might be the oh, winning yeah. question. <laughs> what kind of eyes did Eric Carmen sing about on the soundtrack to Dirty Dancing? Eric Cartman from South Park. Oh, Eric Carmen. Oh, I know. Um, uh, oh, oh no, there's a lot of people. Davis. There. Not, no, not oh, Dirty Davis. Oh, are you locking in Betty Davis? Yes. Betty Davis. You're locking in Betty Davis. I think. Hungry. It's hey, hungry eyes. No, oh, Bickers is stealing the. Oh. It's hungry eyes. I, it's not Betty look, Davis hey, eyes. That's a different. That's duets. Carrie. I t- oh, Carrie. Hungry eyes. Carrie, I know I shouldn't get involved, but I think you should go with Betty no, Davis. No, he's putting you off. It's hungry eyes. Christy, you have the final answer. Hungry eyes. Hungry eyes? Yep, hungry eyes. I'm so sorry, but the correct answer is hungry eyes. Well done. <laughs> Can you go five for five here? We've got this. We're going to go five from five. If someone came up to you and said, I have hungry eyes, that's not romantic, is it? It's a compliment, isn't it? I'm ready to devour you, you know? Is that what you want someone... Hungry for you. (laughs) She was looking at Bruce when she said that. I know. (laughs) Hungry for you. (laughs) (laughs) Question number five for a perfect score. What band sings the opening song in Shrek 1? Oh, uh, green, not Green Day. No. Green Day is your final answer, no, no, locked it's not. in. No, it's not. Oh, Christy's waving it away. Carrie's like, just going please. to the whole audience here. Smashing Pumpkin? Smashing no, Pumpkins Smash is locked in. Smash Christy. Mouth. Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth? Smash Mouth. I'm a believer. Smash I'm sorry, mouth. but in this case, we have to take your 17th no, no, answer, Smash which mouth. is Smash Mouth, and that is correct. Oh. Well done. <laughs> Hey, Christy, congratulations. You've got a perfect streak, five from five. 
You've won yourself tickets to come see some shows here at the Garden. We are live from the Garden of Unearthly Delights. Carrie and Tommy. Live from the Garden of Unearthly Delights at Adelaide Friends this afternoon. It is Carrie Bickmore and Tommy. A little $2,800 on the line with the time mm. game coming up very soon. Mm, heaps still to come. We've got an amazing magician joining us, Ben Hart, and I have one request and one request only. Is it a simple one? I, oh, it's such a simple one. Just they do it all stuff. the time. It's basic, and I'm sure we can do it here. I want to be cut in half. I've always wanted to be cut in half. Can Ben cut me in half? Mm. It's the question. We'll find out. I, I mean, yes, I can't wait to see that. Because you, I assume you've been training and have experience in the field. And I don't do anything, do I? Don't I just, <laughs> <laughs> don't I just lay still? I, are we talking about the trick? Yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought we were talking about the art of multiplying. <laughs> also, one of my favourite childhood entertainers is coming yes. up. This guy was the soundtrack to, I reckon, the first maybe eight years of my life, mm. and he's going to perform live for us. But up next, talking a about, real treat. Talking about favourite speakers, up next, um, I've had the pleasure of working with this man for many years. He's one of the funniest in the world, and he's going to join us next here, live from the Garden of Unearthly Delights. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. If you choose, Diana, it's Karen Sonia. We are live from the Garden of Unearthly Delights at Adelaide Fringe. And I tell you what, the crowd's lost control here. No, no one sweating through every single part of their body. They mm. are on fire. Yes, Ooh. and no one sets a crowd alight like this man. As I said, he's one of my favourites. I've had the pleasure of working with him for many years. He's literally uh, one of the best in the world. He's performing his show, Oxymoron, here at the Gardens of Unearthly Delights here in Adelaide. It's the one, the only, Stephen K. Amos! Wow. Thank you so much. What a lovely intro. Can I just say, by the way, I'm very excited to be here this afternoon. Obviously, I love you, Tommy. I've known you for a long time, but I'm very excited to see you again, Gary. I know. It's We've, been a while. It's been a while, yes. Yes, I used to see you literally every year that I came, and then suddenly I was no more. <laughs> Well, to be fair, I was no more on that show too, so we were both no more. It, it was you both decided without knowing it at the same time. If the other one's not there, I'm out. I'm out. Stephen, um, you, like I said, I've known you for a long time, but I didn't yes. know there was quite so many strings to your boat. Oh, because Ooh. you've been performing uh, treading the boards recently. I have in a musical. Who would have thunk it? Can, can you tell us? What? Uh, yes, I can. What? I was actually in Australia, Tommy, a couple of years ago, and I got a phone call from my agent saying, "Can I do a self tape for a musical, My Fair Lady?" Amazing. In London's West End. <gasps> At the Coliseum, oh the God. biggest theatre, with a live 39-piece orchestra. And I was like, I can sing in the shower. That's what I can do. Why have they come to me? But I thought, you know what? There's no way I'm going to get this. Did a self-tape, sent it off. 24 hours later, they said, they want you. Oh, my God. Yeah, is no that, meeting. So is that because you were a good singer, or did they want you to be a bad singer? <laughs> <laughs> wow, Carrie, take that back. <laughs> it's because I'm incredible. Yeah. Um, that there was, I, I also taped um, a scene and a song. But I did find, I found a musical. Do you know what? We can all sing. That's what I've learned. I oh, can't. No, 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 no. You must be a good singer. I'm not. Well, I can hold a tune. Right. Because I thought, my friends were saying, oh, you're going to talk, sing it. Like some people do. <laughs> but no. Yes. And you, oh, I've got a newfound respect for musical theatre types. Honestly, they do can cover everything. It's amazing. We had an ensemble of about 30 people, all young and supple, and they were doing all their warm-ups and everything. <laughs> I was on the sidelines just looking. And I, they said, can we play you something? And I said, yeah. Something from the 90s, a classic. They put it on and I gave it all. They all stopped and watched me. And as the track finished, they applauded. And one of the girls went, oh, Stephen, that was amazing. It was like watching my dad dance. Oh. <laughs> what was the track? 
that you were dancing to. I can't listen to it anymore. Yeah, I can't. It it really hurt. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't know. So I assumed, like a lot of people in our industry, that you've you've had a lot of experience in um, acting or, uh, you know, even obviously in front of an audience. But I didn't know, is your background musical? Absolutely not, no. <laughs> so is that the first time that, they've ever asked you to do a musical? And were you as shocked as I am currently to hear that you did it? I was gobsmacked, you know. I mean, I've done, I've done a couple of plays in the West End, but straight plays. Yes. And I've done a, a couple of straight things on TV, but I've never done a musical. So, um, as I said, when I got this found respect for these young people, you, the training they do and the breathing techniques, which are now used in stand-up, it's extraordinary. I didn't know, for example, that when the, when the musical's on... Half the ensemble aren't on stage. They're in the wings still singing the show. Oh, I didn't know that. No. I had no idea. So they never clock off. They don't are, are clock they, off. Are they too... Like, my thing with musicals, I love them, but sometimes... You love them. They're you too... Said no, I went saw... You find I, them too long. No, no, I find them too joyous sometimes. <laughs> and, and other people... You know how musical people, they sing everything, and sometimes I'm just like... Shut up. Like, well, well, that, just say it. We, Tommy, that would have been my initial re- uh, reaction because I would have thought, you know, jazz hands, look at me. Yeah. But it depends on the musical. My Fair Lady has, actually has a story to it and also um, a, a message in it. I'm sure people know the story, right? Yes? A young cock. And you, even the title, My Fair Lady. Did you know this? Another bit of trivia for you. No. Uh, Cockneys in uh, the eastern of London would say, Mayfair, my fair, you know what I mean? Mayfair. And then people who live in Mayfair go, Mayfair. So it's a play on words, oh. my fair lady. Mayfair. Well, there you go. Well, You're the other welcome. thing yes. I read about you <laughs> was that you got caught up in the LA writers' strike and that you joined a picket line. Is that your first picket line you've ever joined? I, I, yes. And my, I was not even intentionally. I, <laughs> I was asked to go to LA for a project and I told all my friends, I'll not be back. I've got a three-year work visa. I'm an, I'm an exceptional alien going to America to seek my fortune. The day I landed, writer strike, actor oh strike, God. and Hollywood came to a standstill, right? And, some of them, and nothing could happen. There no meetings, nothing. So I just did uh, comedy gigs all around the place. And then my friend, who is in the um, uh, union, said, Let's, we have to go and strike outside uh, the studios. So I went... I went for a photo op. Did you? <laughs> Everybody wants to be part of the gig. Yeah, I'm no, not in the union. Did but... you chant anything? Um, give us a job. <laughs> <laughs> when do you want it? Now. I was, so, I, I was so surprised about the writer's strike just because, I mean, the majority of the work I've done is here in Australia and I imagine um, if they tried that here, there'd be a bunch of comedians going, hey, I know we're striking and stuff, but... I'll do it for cash. <laughs> uh, but over there, it seems to just be a blanket across the board. Oh, my, they take it so seriously. And if any shows did go ahead, that's why all the, um, the talk shows stopped, the late-night talk shows stopped. Uh, no, if you worked during that writer's strike, you would be blacklisted and you'll never work again. Because basically, if you think about the writer's strike and the actor's strike, it's, if it's, they're trying to make a, a just a, a level playing field for everybody in the industry, not, the, not just the top players that we all know, but you know, if you think about the acting industry, there are people who, who don't work for years, yeah. who are literally don't get access to uh, medical um, uh, cover, etc. Yeah. So that's what the rights are for. Like, for example, the whole AI thing. There was, a, there was a time when you'd go into a movie and then at the end of the movie they would do a 360-degree shot of every part of you and then they would use you in any other scenes that you didn't even agree to. 
doing a horror film that's coming out. Was that done during the writer's strike? Or you did that uh, oh, after? Oh, oh, that's, a, oh, that's another thing you just slipped in casually, Karim. Well, you are a man of many sides, we've now discovered. Horror I am, films, I am. my fair lady. Well, yeah, well, and I love going to America, by the way, because unlike here, where uh, people are very, very polite when it comes to crossing the road. I don't know about if, if it's an Adelaide thing, but uh, people cross, the, people wait for the lights to change. <laughs> And that to me is like, there's no cars, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) You know, have you got got places to go? But in America, they've got a really different system uh, for the pedestrians, there's a big red hand. And that red hand says, do not cross the road. Stay where the hell you are. And about 25 seconds later, this red big hand turns into the outline of a white man. I was there for two days. <laughs> so what is this system? <laughs> when do I cross the road? But no, the film you're referring to, um, I will do a quick quiz, Carrie, because I, I heard you on the quiz earlier. You're okay. brilliant. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it was filmed in London, actually, yep. and it's a, a, re- it's a sequel mm-hmm. to a very, very popular 1980s Ooh. horror comedy film. 1980s horror. I comedy. was named after a horror film, Carrie. Oh my! Oh, I, oh, why did you say that? I can see it now. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm guessing it's not that. Is it called the horror film or something? Or no, the, it has the... one title, and it's quite cult. It's in one title, it's in one word. Yes. Uh, yes. One uh, word. One title. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I wasn't think sure. Makeup. if it was the movie that think, was made. Think makeup. Ma- mas- uh, uh, mask. No, I can think no. of Scream. Um, um, anybody, uh, else? Face. anybody else? Well, it, 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 it. No, no, a longer word. Makeup. Okay, um, <laughs> I think makeup. Hang on. Mascara. We... No, not mascara. mascara. <laughs> no, Eye blush, eyeshadow, blush, Foundation. lipstick. Okay, another clue. Another clue. Mm. Uh, you drink this in the morning. Orange. Juice. Oh, vodka. Oh no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Juice. Juice. Beetlejuice. Oh, it could have been. We'll, I didn't we'll say never it. know. We'll never know I didn't until say we find it. out. <gasps> hey, uh, Stephen K. M. I should show what's happening here in the gardens of Unearthly Delights. Um, make sure you go see Stephen if you haven't seen him already. Um, can you stick around? We have a, a little game for you next. I'd love to stick around. Is there anywhere we can talk to the council and they can turn the heating down? <laughs> We'll have a chat to the big guy upstairs, and I don't know if that's council or God or who or the weatherman, but anyway, we'll have a word. Stephen K. Amos, more with him next. Carrie and Tommy. Yes, and we are still joined by the one and only Stephen K. Amos. Yes, performing yes. a show, Oxymoron here in the Garden of Unearthly Delights. And Carrie, how are yes, you Yes, we're you about to do um, one of our favourite segments with you. Um, this is a segment that we reserve only for the brave. Oh, right. And we believe you are, um, you're the, here the and brave. you're the man for the job and you are brave enough. Yes. I, I consider myself brave. brave. Yes. And daring and funny. Yes, yes, I have walked through Rundle Mall to get here. Yes. <laughs> and there is no social distancing. So that was Let's do it. Time for scat chat. It's just a um, it's just a casual chat between oh. friends. Yeah, lean back in the chair, lean make back. yourself comfortable. Oh, you know? oh Stephen, yeah. lean back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh. the voice can go down. That's oh yeah, absolutely. baby. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Mm. Uh, why am I the only one leading back? Because oh, you're no. okay. you look ridiculous. Is, should I ask the first question? Yeah, from mm. that position, sure. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Stephen, when you um, yeah, when you walk into a, yes, it Tom. could be a theatre, it yes, could be Tommy. a cinema, yeah, some kind mm. of performance space, and mm. you find your seat is yeah. in the middle, and you have to get past people. Oh, do you offer them 
your bum or your front bum? Which way do you face? That's a very good question. I haven't been asked that question ever. <laughs> I have to say, I'm not a selfish man, so what I tend to do is I offer the entire package. <laughs> I don't want anyone to miss out. And I've got to say as well, guys, that if I'm going through the rows, mm. I have to maybe get people to sit further back. Ooh. That sounds nice. I have the opposite problem and I ask them to sit closer <laughs> <laughs> just to hope to make some kind of contact. Um, when you answer the phone, yes. do you vary up your, um, your hello or oh, do you go question. with the same one for everybody? Do you know, Carrie, that's an, that's an awesome question because I do two things. Mm -hmm. If I get a phone call on my mobile, my cellular, if I don't recognise the, the call mm. or the number, mm -hmm. I don't pick it up at all. <laughs> Sometimes, if I do recognise the number, I'll just pretend I'm somebody else. Oh, who yeah. do you go? Like? I normally go... This, this, this happened when I was a kid, actually. I was, uh, didn't want to go to school one day, and I rang the school pretending to be my dad. Now, my dad's a N Nigerian man, and so I rang up and I said, I'm very sorry, Stephen cannot go to school today. <laughs> and I went, and then the, 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 the teacher said, will he be okay tomorrow? And I said, he will be perfectly fine tomorrow. <laughs> and so I turned up at school the next day, and they were like, do you think we're stupid, Stephen? <laughs> <laughs> so side, that's what I do. Side note in the middle of this um, great chat we're having, I didn't yeah. realise you were one of seven. Oh, I know. What number of seven? Joint third. Oh. It's horrible. <laughs> Is it? Oh, my goodness. Have you got real middle joint? child joint syndrome? Joint third. Does that mean twins? Yes. Are you a twin? Steve, what else yeah, could I'm it mean? I'm a second born of twins, yeah. And my twin, and my twin is a girl. Oh, there's people waving. My, my twin sister is a, is a girl. Although people ask me the same questions even till today about my twin sister. They say, oh, you've got, you've got a twin. Are you identical? <laughs> like, she's not six foot two with sideburns. I'll just remove my next question from my list. Um, Stephen, this next question. Yes, yes. And it's meant to just be casual, but somehow it's turned into quite a controversial question. Is it question. stressing you? Because you are sweating profusely. Yeah, it's hot here. <laughs> I think it's my presence. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, I have that effect on it, people. Because obviously you're English, and so I, I look to your wisdom as being the mother tongue of the language we speak. Is it yeah. H or H? Oh. Now this will divide the room. Um, it is absolutely H. H? Ooh. Yes. You have to put... Yeah, oh, th th there are heathens in the audience. Heathens who have no idea. H. If you Heathen. go H, you're dropping the H, you see? And H. That's, that links back to my fair lady. If you're going to speak proper Queen's English, you've got to enunciate every single letter. H. H. Just a follow-up to that. Is it, is it Z or Z? Oh, and Americans, oh, you know how they've messed up the language. They say Z, Z, no, Z. Z? Z. But zebra. Zebra, but H. 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 Z. Zebra. Um, say like it after me. Zebra. <laughs> Would you like to do the last question? Um, I feel like you're, Carrie, old, you're old mates. Carrie, you know? gets, Carrie gets nervous about the I last do question. Get oh, she, she, it's her idea. It's not my idea. And she happens to be too into it. To be honest, I'm, it's but I will ask it. I think you should. Really? Yeah. From um, mate to mate. Stephen, when was the last time oh. you 
Shit your pants. <laughs> wow. I was not expecting that. And how would you have felt if I had asked it? I would have, I would have been taken aback. <laughs> I probably shut my pants. <laughs> you know, ironically, this, I hope we've got time for this. I was in uh, my car, a very nice sports car, <laughs> on the motorway in London, you know, the freeway, mm. and I was in the fast lane, and then all of a sudden, traffic stood still. And I was there for 45 minutes, and I felt the urge to oh, go to no. the lavatory. Not oh. at number one, yes. but at number two. Yes. But I'm in the car, and there's nothing in the car. No. So I look behind me, and there's a lovely mohair jumper. Oh. Stop it. Well, it's soft. It's soft. And I edged forward along the, on the seat. No, this did and not I, happen. Oh, my God. And I let rip, and I dumped in my own car. <laughs> the, the relief was so... Wonderful. But because I've been panting and sweating, the whole car steamed up. Yeah. Oh, my God, this is disgusting. <laughs> it's your you question, ask the question. I, I, I Most people ask, say that they had some, like, tummy problem no, and they Harry. couldn't control it. You chose to poo but sorry, in the car. I, 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 I had no choice. But sorry, Stephen, I would I offend you here. Because friends. also it is. Yeah. And also, not only did I ask the question, I'm also very impressed. And this is the difference between your level of class and mine. Because <laughs> when I do my ducks, I just shit my pants. But you... It's mohair. <laughs> it's my fair lady. <laughs> but you know what happened was, that doesn't, the story doesn't even end there. Right. We, we, we start, we, I'm in my car, you know, I'm yes. down with my own special space. I've been panting, the, the windows are steamed up, and we move up uh, along the traffic, <laughs> oh, and it's no. actually a police cordon. Oh. And I get to the top of the police check, and the officer's banging on my window like that. And he goes, wind down the window. I'm like, no. <laughs> he says, wind it down. So I wound down the window, oh and it was God. like something out of the Matrix. This whole waft of... <laughs> and he was just like, keep going, keep going. <laughs> oh. Is that the way to make sure you're not pulled over by police? If they, still... pull, if they pull you over, they just carries to keep into going. it. Be careful, carry it. They should be doing it two times a day. <laughs> if you're if you're that prepared, yeah, yes, go I'll for just it. have to carry mohair with me everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the only downside. It's yeah, Stephen K. Amos, thank you very much. Your show, Oxymoron, is here in the Garden of Unearthly Delights at the Adelaide Fringe. You're one of the best, Stephen K. Amos. Thank you very thank much. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. Carrie and Tommy. Yes, we are live from the Garden of Unearthly Delights at Adelaide Fringe. The time game is coming up very soon, $2,800 on the line. We've got so much still to come. Uh, magician Ben Hart is going to join us. But and our Harry... next guest, oh my God. When I was growing up, uh, his music was the only music my mum would play at home. <gasps> Do you remember this? Peter Coombe joins us on the other side of the next song. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Live from the Garden of Unearthly Delights at Adelaide Fringe, it is Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little for the drive home to Savo. I'm going to start by giving a shout-out to my mum, Jenny. Obviously, shout-out to Romani Obviously, too. But yes. um, shout-out to my mum, Jenny, because my mum introduced me to our next guest. Would you please welcome the one and only Peter Coon. Yeah. Before there was all the other kids' entertainment 
kids entertainers whose names we're not going to mention. This was the only man that meant anything to anyone in any of their lives. Every single song growing up yes. uh, was Peter Coombe. Yes. Um, and it is an absolute delight to have you here. Did you survive that growing up? I did so much so, <laughs> so that I still love the tunes. And I know that you've done gigs recently where you perform to people my age that want to come and see I you do, sing yeah, your old songs. Yeah, the 18 plus shows. They're, they're fantastic. They're because you sort of get, they're a bit like a religious experience without the religion. But uh, people come along and they sing tadpole blues and spaghetti bolognese and all, newspaper mama and all that. And they sing it really loudly at 10 o'clock at night with a full band. Right. And they're fantastic. They're amazing. Peter, as soon as I hear 18 plus show, I obviously think there is going to be some risque material. Um, I know all of, of your songs, but I didn't know. Are, are there any risque songs that are added into the eighteen plus? No, they're not. P- people often think that, but mm. I, I don't think the, I don't think they'd even want that. And I, I, I'm not very good at being risque anyway. Yeah, no, I, I was brought up a very good Methodist, you see. So it doesn't come naturally. <laughs> but they, I don't think they even want that. They they really want to hear the songs exactly as they grew up with them, like like you do did. Yeah. So, uh, but it's just that they sing them with such incredible enthusiasm. In the same key as me. So you've got Newspaper Mama every day, which is your kids' show you're performing here uh, in the gardens. You yep. also have um, My Dad Brainwashed Me with, with 60s, 60s music. music. Tell us about that. It's a, well, it's a true story. My, my, my two youngest, youngest kids, are Emily, who's now 44, and Tom, who's 40, grew up on Simon and Garfunkel, Leonard Cohen, Peter, Paul and Mary, awesome. The Beatles, Joni Mitchell, all that. And they just grew, grew to love them as much as I did. So we thought, what we'll do, we'll do a show where we do those songs together. Because I really did, unintentionally, brainwash my children with those songs. Are they mu- musically minded? Oh, yeah. Very, they are. Very, oh, yes. I can say, without fear or bias, both my Emily and Tom are very musical. Do they mm. do that as a career or is it a side hustle? Well, Emily, Emily's a music teacher, yeah. and, and, but Tom and Emily had a band together for quite a while called, called The Finishing School. Which did very well, ah. but now, but now, uh, Tom, Tom's now, Tom's now an academic oh. in in, in um, <laughs> Griffith University in, ah. in, in Queensland, and Emily teaches. But they're both just extraordinarily mu- musical kids. I say that without any fear of bias. They simply are. Oh well, but, we are so excited to mm. have you here. We've warmed up the crowd. They're ready to sing along. Sing along if you're in your cars as well. Yes, because please. Because this is the sort of music you can't just stand by and listen to. You, you can't. must participate in. Echo songs don't make any sense if you don't have the echo. So, <laughs> would you take it away, the one and only Peter Good? And you guys have got to sing too. I promise we will. Are you ready? Here we go. Two, three, four. What's black? What's black? And what's white? What's white? And red all over. Red all over. Every day. Every day. It's the newspaper, mama. Newspaper, mama. Newspaper, mama. Every day. What's thrown? What's thrown? Over the fence. Over the fence. And into the garden. Every day, every day, it's the newspaper, mama, newspaper, mama, newspaper, mama, every day. A juicy, juicy green grass. Juicy, juicy green grass. Where have you gone? Where have you gone? Will you come back? Will you come back? A juicy, juicy green grass. Juicy, juicy green grass. A been so dry. Turn to winter brown. Oh, will you come back? Will you come back? Juicy, juicy green grass. 
I'm so hungry now, my tummy's rumbling around. I better take a rest, I better go and lie down. I've never been so hungry, I've never been so hungry, I've never been so hungry before. Juicy, juicy green grass. How I love to chew you. So will you come back? A juicy, juicy green grass. I really, really need you for breakfast, lunch, and tea. So will you come back? A juicy, juicy green grass. I love it every day. Spaghetti bolognese. I'm like Kyoto craze. I'm like marble face. I love it every day. Spaghetti bolognese. I'm like hopscotch craze. I'm like Macabon face, I love it every day. Spaghetti bolognese. And this last one I have sung 2,473 times. <laughs> Sounds fresh. And it's driving me absolutely crap. <laughs> In the key of D major, for the 2,469 times, it's wash your face in orange shoes. Killing the teeth, the bubble gum. When Mr. Figgity Kate plays a silly game, all the kids in the street, they like to do the same. Wash your face in orange juice. Wash your face in orange juice. the bubble gum. I fix the fence with sticky tape. Brush your hair with a toothbrush. When Mr. Figgity Kane plays this silly game, all the kids in the street, they like to do the same. Wash your face in orange juice. Wash your face in orange juice. Clean the teeth with bubble gum. Fix the fence with sticky tape. But I shall hear with a toothbrush. Fry your neck in my slippery dip. A belly flop in a pizza. A belly flop in a pizza. That's what every single audience always says. <laughs> no, no one wants to belly flop into a pizza. I have tried belly flopping into a pizza. It was amazing, extraordinary, unbelievable, memorable, and unforgettably disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I should tell you briefly, there was a, there was a, I did this song in Melbourne years ago at Melbourne Uni, and at, when we got this part of the song, this is a true story, a young man came forward and simply took off his T-shirt, then produced a very large pizza, placed it on the ground, opened it up, and then very theatrically belly, belly flopped. flopped into it. Wonderful. Amazing. It that was very impressive. Well, you are performing in two shows in the Garden of Unearthly Delights at the Adelaide Fringe. My dad brainwashed me with 60s music and newspaper mama every day. Peter Coom, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for singing. Carrie and Tommy. Yes, we are live from the Garden of Unearthly Delights at Adelaide Fringe. It has been an absolutely massive afternoon. And guys, use the NIB app to manage your cover and keep all of your health bits and pieces in one spot. NIB is as exciting as health insurance gets. I mean, you know what else was exciting? Uh, Stephen K. Amos had one of the great doing your DAX stories Oof. of all time. We've heard a lot on this show and never one involving mohair. 
True. And classy. If, if real classy you, real way class, to do your dax. Highbrow stuff. If mm. you did um, miss out on hearing that live, make sure you go check out the uh, Carrie and Tommy podcast on the Listener app. And, um, and up next, something that's mm. also exciting. Uh, we have a magician because you know how much I love magic. I know it. I want to... Can you hear me? Yes. You no, you can hear me. Um, I want to be cut in half. I've said it from the beginning. I want to be cut in half. Well, we'll find out. I've, I've just spoken to the magician yeah. that we're about to have up. His name is Ben Hart. He's fantastic if you've seen um, any of his clips online or seen him here live. Um, but I've just found out some of the stars that he has taught magic to. <gasps> and to say, uh, uh, to say A-lister is fair... I reckon it's the biggest movie star uh, on the planet. Anyway, Ben Hart is going to join us oh, next. So All thanks to NIB. Carrie and Tommy. Tree, it is Carrie Bicknor and Tommy Little. We are live from the Garden of Unearthly Delights in Adelaide Fringe. We're going to play the time game up next. 2800 bucks on the line. Ooh, but this is very exciting for um, everyone that's listening, particularly me because I am a huge fan of magic. I've made no, like, that's never been hidden before. I'm obsessed with it. And this next man I'm about to introduce is fantastic. He's performing his show Hex here at the Garden of Unearthly Delights. Would you please bang your hands together and welcome Ben Hart. <laughs> Now, Ben, I did men- mention before we brought you on stage that um, you have taught magic to, uh, I said, I think the bi- biggest uh, Hollywood star on the planet at the moment. I know who it is, but for the people who don't, who did you teach magic to? Well, I taught magic to Tom Cruise for Mission <gasps> Impossible, which was a pretty weird thing because, you know, I mean, I think he probably is the biggest movie star in yes. the world. Yes. A terrifying person to teach and a fascinating say, and slightly like? strange guy. Does he like taking direction? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, we're on, we're not, we're on air, so I guess I should yeah. say, I guess I should say yes. It was, it was easy. <laughs> They've said that um, Tom Cruise, the book, the the game, which is about kind of being an alpha male. They've said that their strategy around being an alpha male is actually based on Tom Cruise. Did, I see. Did you get big? Did, did you get big? And I use big not deliberately, but alpha male vibe from Mr. Cruz. Um, well, on that particular project, he's like kind of the boss. I think he's one of the producers on the movie. He's the star of the movie. So yeah, I mean, you just—I guess that's—you couldn't get more alpha male than that, could you? Than <laughs> if everybody you can fire. Yes, yeah, true. <laughs> What did you have to teach him? Which bits were you in, working In the him? most recent Mission Impossible movie, he does some magic. He sort of makes things appear and disappear. There's some pickpocketing, that sort of thing. Right. Yeah, it was a, that was a weird one. I, I mean, you like pickpocketing. A... Do I do pickpocketing? Yeah. Yes, and I've got your watch right here. I was kind of <laughs> The magic of radio there. Nobody will ever know. I genuinely believed you for yeah. a second, and it's I, on my wrist. <laughs> I feel like I have to apologise because I've been asking for the last hour and a half if you'll cut me in half. Um, something I've always wanted, um, not necessarily you specifically to do, but I'd have you do it for me. Only I've now discovered everything you do is unique and your own. So I'm assuming cutting people in half is not your go-to trick. Is that right? It's not really my thing. I no. Did, I did do it once on a TV show, and I did it with tons and tons of blood, and it got loads of complaints. But it was quite fun oh. to do, making oh. it look it looked incredibly realistic. <laughs> And I didn't put them back together at the end. I, just, the just credits rolled. Up. Yeah, the credits rolled on the TV show, and I really loved that idea, but it didn't go down well with all the viewers. I love it. I love it. So it just spilled from the box, like, yeah. like essentially the trick had gone to exactly. disaster. Uh, totally wrong. realistically, yeah. Unfortunately, we did have to use a, a different assistant every night. Of course. And, and are you what? pretending in that moment that you've nailed it or that it's gone horribly, horribly wrong? I just walked off smugly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> perfect. What, what um, for those who may not be uh, familiar, what is... What goes into good blood? Good blood on oh, screen. Oh, yeah, I can tell you a lot about that. I mean, is it really that interesting for the people at home? It's a corn is it jam? syrup. jam? 
Is it? Uh, the secret is you put a bit of detergent in there so that when you have to wash it out of something, it's oh. already halfway washed out. I mean, that's interesting. Amazing. Have you ever had a trick go wrong? Oh, yeah, loads. Like, You're about like, to see, you might <laughs> see one. No, but badly wrong where you were like, oh, God. Oh, yeah, I've had a lot of bad things have happened to me. Like what? Give us I mean, the worst. Usually when people come to see the show, nothing goes wrong. Right. But like, it can happen. Just yep. shit statistics. I do a lot of shows. Uh, the worst thing that ever happened, I really can't tell you that because I managed to erase them all from my mind. They've all <laughs> been the repressed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I mean, so many bad things have gone wrong. And sometimes I kind of, I secretly enjoy it. Yeah, like there's right. something about the kind of like release of just, yeah, that's right. I was terrible tonight. <laughs> like it's kind of, it feels good sometimes. Yes. I, I mean, I feel like that when I do a bad comedy gig, but I feel like the stakes for you are, are slightly higher. Well, magic is unique in that it either works or doesn't work. There's no middle ground. It's yes. not like a joke. A joke can be a bit funny. A magic trick can't be a bit fooled me. <laughs> yes. It either works or doesn't, which means when you're developing new material, that's a very painful process because at first you have to accept the fact that like, Everybody can see how it's done for a while until yeah. one day somehow they just can't. Yes. Does, does it have the thing like jokes where some people find it amazing but some people don't? Like the same joke some people can find incredible but others not at all. Yeah. And I guess you must have the same thing where when you get that situation you think how can I tune that joke so that everybody finds it funny? Yes. It's the same thing with a piece of magic. How can I tune it so that it fools everyone? So you're going to try and fool everybody here live with us now. Mm. Do you give us a little take, like tell us a bit about what you're going to do? You just do it? Well, magic on the radio is a little bit tricky to do. So <laughs> I've devised something specifically for this situation, okay. so hopefully the people listening at home can understand what the hell is going on. Okay. Do you need both hands, Fred? Do you need one of us I to hold a probably microphone? probably do need somebody to hold a microphone. Yep. Yep, um, Jesse is sitting very close to me. Are you okay to do that? Oh, yes. no, we've got somebody coming oh. up. Here oh. we go. Pippa is a walking okay, mic. Okay, use the beautiful assistant there. then. Okay, right. So, well, what I've brought along with me is I've brought along a little envelope here. Mm -hmm. um, Carrie, if I hand that down yep. to you, can sure. you just have a look at the envelope, make sure there's nothing nothing inside of it? Obviously, go. And seal it up. Empty. It's self-seal. Yep, seal it up. Yep. Uh, we need okay. to be sure that it really is empty, but you're happy with that. You will yep, represent the, the yep. eyes and ears of the viewers at home. Yep. And um, She's Jessie, sealed. Sealing Jessie, it I've got a book hard. here. Okay. Uh, the book is maybe like, this is about 400 pages long. I'm going to flick through the book. Would you just call stop for me wherever you like as I flick through the stop. pages? Oh, there? Yes. Sure? Yeah. Happy? Okay, please remember this page. Do not forget it. You can tell. In fact, don't tell me what it is yet, but okay. just remember it. Can I Go yep, on. I got, got it. it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Got it. Okay. I'll tell you what, Tommy. If I hand the book over to you, will you hold the book like that between your two hands? So I, like, I can't go anywhere near it. Absolutely. I'm putting so, it between my legs, so no, nothing can touch. Okay. It. So now, um, Jesse has the. Uh, sorry, um, Carrie has the envelope. Jesse has the mic. Tommy has the book. Yes, oh, all clear at home. Yes. Now, I am nowhere near any of these things. No, you're not. Okay, We're now, on the other side. This is going to happen in the empty space between Tommy and Carrie. Ah. You might even feel it happen. Tommy's got the book strangely it's between, pressed between yeah. his inner thighs. I'm lonely. I'm well, a lonely it, man. Yeah, because I was about to say you're going to feel this happen, so oh, no. I hope you don't feel it too much. Papa's but. ready. <laughs> <laughs> however, however, listen, I have to do some sort of stupid gestures here. This yeah. is the magic happening, right? Yeah. yeah. There's people at home. I'm pointing at the book, and yes. I'm summoning all my m magic energy there. Yes. And I'm pointing over at the, yes. at the uh, envelope. Yes. Okay. Did you feel anything happen, Tommy? I'm not sure. I'm so... I'm quite... Uh, I'm nervous and I'm excited. Sweating. Okay. It's, yes, it's not... What always How excited? I don't push the book out. out. No. Okay, I don't want to touch anything. That's the important thing. There's a big gap okay. between them. Um, Tommy, what was the page that Jesse stopped at? I say it out yes. loud. Yeah. 282. 282. Okay, now I don't want to touch the book. Please um, turn to page 282 okay. and show everybody what's happened. Okay. Okay, we're page 282. 282. It's after 281. 282. Oh, oh my oh. God. The corner, the corner oh has been cut out and <gasps> removed. No. Oh, sorry, torn out. It was oh, full before. It was a oh full page. Oh, my. Now, 
Oh Harry, my God, are you going to tell me, me that it's in this sealed envelope? Take the scissors no. for me and just cut open the top of the envelope. And I cannot. No. Now, I don't want to touch anything. That's the important thing. Just cut open as quick as you can. The suspense is building. There's a cut line there. Good. Cut, 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 cut. Good. And reach inside the envelope and take out what's inside. Carrie's opening the envelope. We'll put this on the socials at Carrie Tommy's show. Show everybody. It's the corner of a page. Is it the page that fits? Is it exactly page 208? Is it it the It is exactly the right page. One corner teleporting across the room. There we go. Oh my God, I want to come and see your show. That's amazing. Ben, I love it. Also, like I checked, I checked to see if there was other pages. You can keep the book and examine it as much as you'd like, Tommy. So the original plan was up next. Um, Tommy was going to levitate me, but you're not feeling like really we'll do that now, are you? Nah, (laughs) Nah, that was better. That's the best thing that's happened between my legs for a long time. (laughs) That's amazing, Ben. Thank you very much. Oh, my God. You were performing your show, Hex, in the Garden of Unearthly Delights here at the Adelaide Fringe. Uh, You're here till... The end of the Fringe Festival. <laughs> so plenty of time which to come and see you, which is of awesome, <laughs> amazing. The 17th of March, and I even play Mondays, so there you go. It was so amazing how you made good. your own flyer appear. <laughs> the tricks don't stop, Ben. <laughs> uh, a big, warm oh round of applause, God, a big thanks. So ben Hart, fantastic. We are live from the Garden of Unearthly Delights at Adelaide Fringe. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Tommy, live from the Garden of Unearthly Delights at Adelaide Fringe. Things have been throwing into the crowd at yeah. the moment. Uh, what did you just turf into the crowd? I just... Um, oh, the sloth. I just threw a sloth into the crowd. About, did and you tell all... them what you named the Stegosaurus that you threw before? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, it's it. probably not appropriate for okay. radio, I think. Soft toys, if you are wondering. We're not no, no, throwing just actual sloths full di- in the crowd. Full dinosaurs. Just, just keep them believing that maybe the, the live show got so wild we threw actual sloths into the crowd. <laughs> Should we do it? It's time. Yeah. It's the best competition in radio. This is the best competition you've ever had. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, my God. The Time Game Jackpots Weekly. Oh, mate, you make our dreams come true. All you need to do is say stop. Stop. When exactly five seconds is up. This week, the jackpot is up to... We need to talk about that. Carrie and Tommy's Time Game. Uh Uh-oh. Now, for those who are... Perhaps didn't listen at the time. Carrie, this time last year when we were in Adelaide for the beautiful mm. Fringe Festival, uh, you jackpotted the time game. So the time game was worth 10000 and I thought just for fun, I mean, it hadn't gone off in years, I thought just for fun I'd jackpot it to 30000 Yes. And I hadn't asked anybody when I did that, no. particularly not the boss. No. Mm. I think your, your words were actually, I'll put 20k of my own money in. Yep, and that yeah. happened. Um, and, <laughs> and it went off. It went off, and I got a very stern talking to afterwards. So um, have I been able to get another 30K for us today? Absolutely not. But yeah. I will put an extra 500 on the line. Ooh. So, so it, w- it was going to can... be 2,800. Yep. So now that comes up to 3-3. Three, 3-3 three. Three, three if someone gets it today. Guess what, Carrie? What? I've had a word. I've had a word to the bigwigs upstairs. God, do you get more traction than I do when you talk to the bigwigs? No, they said, who's this? <laughs> Did you say Carrie's friend? I said, I work with Carrie. <laughs> and I've been given the go-ahead to Four? Um, Four? Make, make the jackpot $10,000. No! Oh. Have you? You abs... Oh, my God, you haven't. And oh I'm looking at our... Ha- he hasn't. It's oh my god, you haven't, and there's producers stressed everywhere. I know. Poor our, Pippa. Our boss oh of our show. No, actually, the boss of the show is Carrie. She doesn't look stressed. <laughs> <laughs> 10K. 
Hey, um, can we, we have, pip? I've already done it. When, if you say it on air, it has to happen. Oh, you weren't in the chat that I had to have with the boss after the last one. You don't oh, want to do this. Just so you know, we have Helene here. Hello, Helene. Hi. Um, Helene, just so you know, if you do win this money, just for the record, and everybody here has heard it live, um, 500 is coming from Carrie, <laughs> and the extra 7-odd thousand is coming from me. Awesome. It's coming from you. Yeah. You're putting it on the, the man line. Who I, yesterday spoke about needing a budget because he's broke. <laughs> I haven't factored this into my budget. <laughs> but we'll see how it goes. Groceries. Um, time game. Helene, uh, you know how to play, but in, just in case anyone is tuning in for the first time, uh, Jesse here is going to hit start on the stopwatch. You have to say stop, and if it's exactly on five seconds, that's what you're going for, just five seconds of your time. If you get that bang on, $10,000 is all yours. I feel sick. (laughs) Sick. Sometimes it can bring out the best in people. Sometimes it can mean you go to water. Would you describe yourself as a big occasion player? A big occasion player. This is what I want to hear, (laughs) Elaine. I'm excited. Are you ready to go? Give it to me. Let's do this. Start. Yep, that felt... Ooh. I would have stopped at that time too, it Helene. Felt pretty That's good. exactly when I would have stopped. Helene, <laughs> it felt pretty good. But I don't know if I was just um, taken in by your confidence and saying that you're a big occasion player. <laughs> I've got a couple of heads in the audience who are shaking their head. We've got one person nodding though for 10000 oh, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see. For $10,000, how did Helene go? Five. I should point out that's a great start. It is a fantastic <laughs> start. It's a fantastic start. Exactly but what Helene, you Helene, you do know here that if you get it bang on, you win $10,000. Unfortunately, um, if you do get it not bang on, you plummet out the moon door until your death. Um, anyway, it's just good to get the details. And you know what to do when you die, yeah? Mm. Yeah. yeah. The great. shame in the family, yeah. for sure. Yeah. 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 Great, great. <laughs> we need to hear an audible death is all I'm yeah. asking for. Okay. Uh, five. Point. Oh. Why was there oh from could the crowd? Be z- it could be zero, zero. <laughs> it yeah, could be zero, it zero. Could be. What is it? Five point? Four, eight. Oh. oh. God, that's oh, our first dead. one dead. All right, Sorry, Helene. Helene. <laughs> Up next, it's, it's Craig. Oh, it hey, Craig. It's, it's very awkward when um, a person dies and then has to walk off stage. Down uh, some wobbly stairs. Some I mean, there's a chance steps. they could on the way out. Yes. Um, G'day, Craig. Howdy, how you going? Good. How are you, great man? You good? Mm, not too bad. Okay. Were you nervous and did you want Helene to win or did you realise that would ruin your chances? No, I didn't want her to win. No, you I didn't want a dumb question. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Craig, it's 10 grand. What are you going to spend it on? Uh, I've got a newborn, so probably on my newborn. Probably on new, oh, newborn. What's a newborn's okay. name? Luca. Oh, Luca. Luca. Cute. Oh, Luca's close Is to... Is Luca here? Yeah, Is that, that little Luca? I've been up oh, the back cutie. nursing him the whole time. Oh, good on you, Craig. <laughs> Luca is quite close to lucky. I believe it is actually in Spanish, potentially. Oh. <laughs> the the word for lucky. Potentially. Potentially it yeah. could be in another language. The All word right. for lucky. Craig, it's 10,000 bucks on the line. It's only five seconds of time. You ready to go? Yep, ready. Start. Stop. Ooh, that, that felt, felt quick, quick, Craig. Craig, that felt oh, quick. That felt is that how, Luke, is that how Luca ended up here? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. But <laughs> for $10,000, how did Craig go? 4.48. Oh. Their deaths okay. are very quiet today. Mm. Yeah, their so deaths are quiet. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Jess. Hello, Jess. Hello. Has it been traumatic seeing two people plummet to their death? No. No. <laughs> You've got Good. the most magical uh, face jewels on. Yes. Is that how you jeweled. want to be buried? 
Yes. Not, I'm not saying no. you're going to die. Yes. You might get or, the, the um, 10 grand, but yes. 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 Yes, you do look fabulous. I can't Thanks. imagine how many jewels <laughs> you're going to buy if um, you win $10,000. Mm. A few. Okay. okay. So you oh, know how this I've game works. I just found out. Yeah. I thought the face jewellery was all for us. But um, now you're going to see pink tonight, is that correct, Jess? Correct. Well. <laughs> I did say hey. Tay-Tay inspired. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Pink but inspired. The, but the great news is, of course, um, for everybody else, if Jess wins, great news yep. for her, $10,000. If she doesn't win, she plummets to her death and there's a pink ticket up for grabs. <laughs> uh, Jess, yes. 10000 bucks. are you ready to play? Yes. Start. Stop. That felt good. Ooh, that, that felt good. That felt Who wants to go to pink? Who's, yep, yep. And what would you do with the 10 grand? Oh, there's a lot I could do. Yeah. Yeah. Any of the options. We'll take any of them. Anything, anything. Holiday, house. Yeah, probably holiday. House, house for $10,000. I mean, I put it on the mortgage, you (laughs) know. That's true, But People that budget do things like that, you wouldn't know. Yes. I wouldn't. (laughs) Jesse, for $10,000, how did Jess go? 4.76. Oh. Off to pink she goes. <laughs> and our final one we've got. Hang on. What? Off to pink she goes. Yeah. Is oh, pink no, she's heaven? dead, she isn't she? She's dead. Yeah. Oh, no, that, have a good time at pink, so though. Yeah. yeah, enjoy pink. <laughs> um, we have Raymond. G'day, Raymond. Hello. How you doing? Yeah, pretty good. Hello. Hey. Raymond. Raymond. I mean, everybody, we, loves Raymond. We, everybody loves Raymond. Everybody oh. loves Raymond. We, we, talked, we talked about big occasion players earlier, and it, comes, it doesn't come any bigger than this because you are the, the last in the line uh, that can win this $10,000. <laughs> um, normally, I would say I hope you don't win because a lot of the money is coming out of my pocket, some out of carries, but I hope you win. Uh, I do too, actually. Yeah. Okay, good, yeah. to see, good to see we're on the same page. Yeah, love it. Uh, all you have to do is say stop on exactly five seconds and the money is yours. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. Start. Stop. Oh. Oh. Look at his face. The look ferret. at his little face. He curls up at the corner of his lips when it gets, when it gets a bit exciting. I thought it was the heat, but no. no. <laughs> look at it. Oh, you've got, a, you've got a, a dewy, kind of delicious grin on your face, which means we might be getting, giving away a lot of money. Raymond, how did you feel about it? Did it feel good? Did it feel it like felt it felt good? Something else curled up on for me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> okay. okay, for 10000 bucks, how did Raymond go? Five. Oh, that's a good start. Point. Oh, that's necessary. <laughs> Six zero. Oh. 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 Great news for everybody else at Jackpots next week. Carrie and Tommy. We are live. From Adelaide, from the Garden of Unearthly Delight. Some of the great artists have come from Adelaide. Sia, Jimmy Barnes, Guy Sebastian, one of my favourites. Paul Kelly, Hilltop Hoods, all Adelaide-born. Hilltop Hoods, uh, one of my favourites of all time. What a tune. Absolute tune. We are going to do a little bit of nosebleed section. Very soon. Great. Great. Um, I had the pleasure of coming and spending a day with the Hoods boys oh. and, um, and going around Adelaide to kind of places they grew up and stuff oh, like that. Oh, like when Carrie took you on the tour of Adelaide that you did last year. Yes. Yes, that was far yeah. less interesting. Uh, That's where I was born. Don't care. <laughs> That's where I grew up. Don't care. 
That's I know. What I think you said. I cared, but just pointing at a hospital and saying that's where I was born. <laughs> seems, I mean, it would have been far interesting if it was the back of a car somewhere or something yes, like that. Yes, no, it was Ooh. just a host- hospital room. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Where but, did the hilltop hoods take you? So we went around to a lot of different places and, and we went to a pub that they used to perform at a lot. And um, this guy, he was so sweet. He came straight up to the boys and he goes, I love you boys more than anything in the world. And he goes, you won't believe it. It's my birthday today. Aww. And because we had a camera crew with it, with us, I turned to him and I said, well, you won't believe this. And he'd said his name, so I repeated his name to him. And I said, you won't believe this, but you are part of a brand new show called It's Your Birthday and we're here to surprise you. And he goes, what do you mean? And I said, because it's your birthday, we knew how much you loved the Hilltop Hoods. Oh and so we got them here to surprise you. And he goes, this is the best thing ever. Right? But then I realized we just sent him off into the world. So we never told him that that wasn't a TV show. Oh, my God. People should do that more often. So I then what? pitched it to Channel 10 oh. as, a surpri- as a show called It's Your Birthday. <laughs> We're here to surprise you. And one of the bosses of Channel 10 said, this is one of the worst ideas I've ever seen. You made that, my- that man's life. And he doesn't realise that no one ever saw the shout-out to him for I- his birthday. I love to picture it. was quite a few years ago now. And I love to picture that he's still telling all his friends, <laughs> it's going to be on air soon. <laughs> Don't you worry. Should we get a bit of hilltop hood on now? What this have you got for us? is nosebleed right. section. It's Carrie and Tommy live from the Garden of Unearthly Delights. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy, we are live from the Garden of Unearthly Delights at Adelaide Fringe. And NIB is as exciting as health insurance gets. Visit nib.com.au to find out oh more. God, but we've speaking had so of much exciting, exciting stuff. Oh, ben oh, Hart, yeah. the magician, was one yeah. of the best things I've ever seen. Unbelievable. Yeah, he made a, a piece of paper and a book rip in half. I don't know how he did it. From across the room. From he across made, the room. He made something disappear from in between my legs. He and that did. has never happened. He did. No, when we went to the beach this morning. Sorry, that's cold. happened all the time. Yeah. Happens all the time. And um, so I had asked him if he would cut me in half mm. because I've always wanted to be sawn in half, um, but he couldn't do that. So then I said, you've always called yourself a magician. Yes. And so I said, well, then can you cut me in half? Yes. And you said, absolutely have no idea how to do that. No, no. But you did say, I can levitate you. Ooh. It's not something I've ever asked for or want to get done, but I'm a team player and I will yes. be levitated. So Carrie... Um, I'm going to need you to, so here, welcome everybody to this magic show. It's lovely to see you. Oh, oh and, and sorry, my random audience member, what is your name? Maria. Maria? No. Sorry, sorry, just a quick side thing. Why are you, why are you lying? Because you said I'm an audience member, so I'm playing the role, I'm Maria. But you can, what if Maria behaves differently to Carrie? You can just be Carrie. Okay, I'm Carrie. But Middle name Maria. Sometimes I go by Maria, but okay, Carrie. So, for why, you now. how about you give us your full? What's your full name, audience member? Carrie Maria. You've just got two names. <laughs> oh, two first names. What's your last name? Jones. Carrie Maria Jones. Why did you give us your full name? <laughs> anyway, Carrie Maria Jones. I don't have, have a middle name, so it could be Carrie Marie Bickmore. Hang on, you've. You've gone back into... Sorry, back into my real me, but I don't have okay. a middle name. Hang, hang, just for, just Sorry, be one person. Yeah, I'm here. Be one person. I know you want to be chopped in half, but for now, you yep. just one person. Yep. Have you ever been levitated before? No, oh. I've never been swept off my feet. Ooh. Do you believe Ooh. in the dark arts? Of magic. Not normally, no. But today, yes, I'm suspending my doubt. Carrie Maria, I feel like I've picked a bad audience member. <laughs> 
but we are going to push yeah. on regardless. Are you ready? And now I'm, I'm going to need you to put your um, microphone yep, down here. Sure. My beautiful uh, moustached assistant, um, can you come up at any time, my uh, Carrie Maria, or I need to talk? <laughs> can you please? Um, yeah. This is my moustache assistant, Cynthia. Cynthia, say, he say hello. Hello, Maria. Don't put on a voice. Why? Why is everybody taking characters? Hi, Carrie. Hi, Carrie. My name's Sam. Hi, That's Sam. Sam. Cynthia. Oh, you're Cynthia. Cynthia. Sorry, put Hi, on Cynthia. a character. Just don't make it an over-the-top character. Anyway, um, uh, Carrie Maria, are you prepared to be levitated? Okay, so what I'm, what I'm going to need you to do... Yep, you've just, got... There's just a yep. normal sheet here. Yep. It's just a normal sheet. Yep. So just go, Cam, stand what am in I front of me. Yep. Stand in front of me. It's just a normal sheet. Yep. Yep. Stand yep. this way. Where, put your feet where? here. Where? Put your feet here. here. Yep. And just hold that sheet just normally. Yep. Normally. But just hang on. Just hang on. Just, just wait. Just hold that. Wait, 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 wait. What are you doing? I've got Get my your hand. Stop it. Stop you said it. hold yeah, it. I know, but you're not holding it like a normal person. <laughs> just hold. Hang on. Do magicians just, normally get cranky at the audience members? Shut up. Just hold it there. Hold that sheet there. There you go. You've got that sheet normally. Now, if only you could hold this bit of sheet normally. Holy Come on, just grab that. Just Talking a lot of. Okay, so it's okay. just a normal sheet. Do you agree, Carrie? Just Maria? a normal sheet. Okay, but you've got to turn side on for. No, no, you're putting it out. Don't put them out. Don't hold it. Hold that. Now. What's now, happening? Now, when I. Hey, put, I thought levitation hold that down. involved lying down. Hold that. No, 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 Carrie's wearing the sheet around her. Kind of like a skirt. When, when, when we say go, yep. you are going, I'm going to feel the magic energy and you yep. are going to levitate, okay. causing your legs to go up and up. causing to. Don't put your actual legs up. Don't right. put my legs up. Don't put up. your actual legs up. Sorry. No, yep, my legs will go up. up. Yes. Yep. And you will appear to levitate. In front of everyone's eyes, can we okay. cue the music, please? Okay. Yep. And you, uh, three. Do, do it slowly. Okay. You'll screw it up. Okay. Just do it slowly. <laughs> okay. Do it slowly. Yep. And yep. and yep. and begin to feel the force of the magic as your back tips back. Hold that bit. <laughs> Hold that bit. Your back tips back. Your back tips back. Your back tips back. Your back tips back. And your legs go up. You know the sheets. Oh. <laughs> Carry your legs go up more. And your back goes back more. New leg, you can see your actual leg. No, the sheet's it's not a, fitted properly. It's a fitted sheet. Who got me a fitted sheet? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. No, okay. don't okay. ruin it, don't ruin it. No, I understand what's happening. Just give me a second chance, okay? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Ready? Hang on. Okay, okay. I've got this. Should we do it again? Yes. Okay. Oh, oh. Okay. hang on. No, your legs okay. shouldn't be up yet. Just stand normally. <laughs> and now lean back. I can, I can, okay, you ready, I ready, can ready? support you back here. Everyone go three, two, one. I'm going to levitate. Three, two, one. Oh, 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 oh well done. Well oh, oh, oh. <laughs> done. No, don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fantastic. For anyone playing at home, Carrie levitated. Don't definitely don't go and look at the socials yeah. at Carrie Tommy Show. <laughs> Delete your phone footage. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy, we are live from the Garden of Unearthly Delights at Adelaide Fringe. It has been a massive, massive show. If you have missed any of it, at Carrie Tommy Show on the socials, or better yet, download the listener app and check out the podcast. I now know. That audience still cheering. I now know why you love coming and doing your show at Adelaide Fringe yes. so much because the Adelaideans are the best. Yes. 
This is my uh, my last week here as well, Carrie. I'd love anyone who hasn't seen the show already to get along. Uh, we are full already on Friday and Saturday, but the rest of the week there are some tickets Amazing. Available. A great place to come and have fun. Yes. Um, midweek in the gardens. We've had some amazing artists. Stephen K. Amos, what a Incredible. joy. I mean, I never Incredible. knew. I mean, the Scat Chat story oh, you told. I, w- I never knew I'd hear a man on our show say he deliberately pooed um, in oh, don't give it all a away, Mayfair. No, what was it? Mohair. Okay, actually, I'm not going to tell you the full story. Yeah. Go download the listener app, favourite the Carrie and Tommy podcast. You can hear why Stephen K. Amos pooed in his car. Yes. If that's not a tease, I'm going to get you to download the listener app. I don't know what is. Um, Let's do a quick uh, giveaway to finish. What's your name down there? Vicky. Vicky. Good on you, Vicky. Uh, Vicky, pick uh, what is the smallest number? It's a simple question. 50 or 5? 50 or 5? What do you say, Vicky? 5. Oh, congratulations. You have won yourself. Oh, he's got a fifty. Five dollars. There you go. Oh, oh, you've got a fifty. It's a brutal that twist. That was a trick. That yeah. was a trick. Well um, a big thanks to Peter Coon for being here as well. Ben Hart, oh, the yes. magician. All these artists are performing at uh, oh. the Gardens of Unearthly Delight. And Delight. of course, Tommy Little, the magician. Yes. 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 Forgot that. Yes. I enjoyed being a magician's assistant. Could be a new career change. Was that you? Is it it backup dancer? Is it DJ? Is it magician's assistant? I'm (laughs) multi-purpose. DJ Queef. Yeah, Uh, in the mix. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, We'll see you tomorrow. We love you, Adelaide. Thank you. Follow Carrie Bidmore and Tommy Little on socials at Carrie Tommy Show. Bye. Bye. That's it from the Carrie and Tommy podcast. But don't let the good times end. Raise a glass to the everyday or the extraordinary with Liquorland. Discover your next favourite drink in store or online. Cheers. Liquorland. Choose to drink wise.